0: Welcome to the SWP and is brought to you by All Insurance Ontario and Jim K. Ford. Reignite your love for driving with a new Ford from Jim K. Ford. Take a test drive today and see all of the latest innovations available for new Ford vehicles. And for your comfort, if you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, Jim K. Ford will be happy to bring a vehicle to your home or place of work for a demonstration and test drive. Super convenient, super cool. Jim K. Ford in Orleans or jimkford.com. With dozens of huge insurance companies fighting for your business, rates are incredibly competitive. That means you're better off selecting on fit rather than premiums, since they're all pretty close. Are
1: you a client with a boat and a cottage? Or rentals and investments? Let's work together to find the right fit for you. Text 860 All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. The SWP. Ottawa
0: Sports Talk. Every weekday. Alright, welcome to the SWP. Thank you for checking us out. Let me tell you about our podcast. We're here each and every weekday. Tell a friend, by the way. It's all about sports and whatever. And frankly, it's the most cliche thing ever. Two well-paid morning sports radio guys get the business restructuring handshake and decide, hey, we should do a daily podcast for a fraction of the price tag. Uh, But we're pleased you're here. Thank you for being with us. We hope you enjoy the show. Steve and Jimmy back again. My pink-shirted friend on the other line. Yeah. he is somewhere in the uh, in the heart of Florida. James, how are things? Uh, Stevie, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Um,
1: yeah, the old uh, see you later. You're not yeah. working here anymore. Yeah. yeah,
0: business restructuring. It's a nice way of putting it.
1: That's how that's how I got turfed. Yeah. You know, a phone call after I did a show. I was in right. Vegas, and it was a phone call. To General Manager would like to talk to you, uh, but he's just waiting for the HR girl to show up in the office. Right. Oh, okay. They probably want to go over some estate planning with me
0: or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he had, there was no. I'm sure you had the same conversation as I did, and that it was uh, maybe I don't know, fifty words that came out of the boss's mouth, yeah, and exactly, the HR yeah. the HR lady pretty much took the call over from there, right? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, I never heard from him before, so.
1: Um, I, Not I many of Steve. us did No, I walked through the door, Steve And there was a bunch of writing on the wall <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay, that's what that's what yeah. happened Anyway, right. uh, to, to better days Yeah, I'm in Jupiter, Florida now, Steve I was in Sarasota this, this should be a better day by the sound of it Yeah, came uh, came across, across state, across state, across Florida Over to the uh, uh, ocean side is on the Gulf side and uh, playing gonna play golf with a great one for a couple of days, Stevie. Boom, name drop.
0: Not, not uh, well. That's a good one. If you, I mean, it's not a case of, you know, we've we've worked with certain guys on the radio who uh would talk a good game. It's like, oh yeah, I had dinner with this guy and I had dinner with that guy. Blah blah blah. And we knew he was full of shit, but this yeah. is legit stuff. You actually know Gretzky. You are friends with Gretzky, and you are playing a little golf with Gretzky today. So you are well within your rights to name drop. Yeah. It's uh, it'll be um, it must be quite
1: a place. It's called the Grove Twenty Three that we're playing at New Course, which is owned by Michael Jordan. Okay, the, the uh-huh. twenty three, get it? That was his yeah. jersey number. Gotcha. And uh, no, no rules. I guess you can, you know, play six guys. You can wear whatever you want. Uh, but the only rule is, it's a big celebrity destination. I think, Steve. Well, it was me going and everything. But well, yeah. Um, it's no cameras. Stevie. No cameras allowed. So oh, not okay. even a cell phone. Yeah. This could be some celebrity watching. So cool. Anyway, cry me a river. That's what's happening today.
0: What took Gretzky down there? He was in LA for the longest time. And what, a year or two ago, he decided to move to Jupiter, Florida. What was the thought on that?
1: Uh I think the tax break. You 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 don't pay one of the taxes here. Uh okay. Yeah. So that that's probably the break is His daughters here, Paulina and Dustin, are in Jupiter. Okay. Uh, And they got grandkids. So that's how old we're getting. (laughs) I'd like to get used to be, I'd like to get near my kids. Yeah. Not so much anymore. I'd
0: like to get near my grandkids. Uh, Yeah, I I think about that all the time. Like, not not all the time. When people bring this discussion up, just, you know, Wayne Gretzky has grandkids? Yeah. I think to myself, well, wait, I was like, You know, that was like right in the heart of my interest in hockey when Gretzky came along. I would have been 13 years old and just a bananas hockey fan, living, breathing hockey. If you think I live and breathe hockey now, James, you should have seen my 14 year old self. I'm making charts. I've got hockey cards. I'm watching every game I possibly can. I'm reading all the magazines. So I was out of my mind when the kid Wayne Gretzky came along, who was only a few years older than me, and now all of a sudden he's he's got grandkids, and even Sid the kid. You know, there's there's Sidney Crosby. He's like the the gray beard in the NHL right now. I think he's like thirty five, maybe thirty six. I'm somewhere around there. But uh, right. He has played, I think, something like uh, I want to say,
1: what is his number?
0: Seventeen years in the NHL now. Seventeen seasons for Sid the kid. (laughs) Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely crazy. Um, Well, we get older yeah, we do that. <laughs> Certainly the oldest guy in the NHL is Zdeno Chara. And uh, coming up tonight, he's going to set the record or tie, I should say, tie the record for most NHL games played by a defenseman, tying Chris Chelios, who, as you know, played well, way late into his 40s. And Chara is going to turn 45 on March the 18th. And tonight he'll play his 1,651st NHL game Tying Chelios for the most by a defenseman, you know Chelios, right? I do. Yeah, yeah. I do. How many games, Stevie? One thousand six hundred fifty-one. Holy man!
1: Yeah, you know Chelios might have played longer too. Uh, I, you know, Russ has always said you you don't retire. You know, you get retired. And uh, he was he was a phenom, but certainly all the you know I I always thought that should be a Hall of Famer or a category. Uh, you know, if you play. 1,500 games or
0: whatever they end up playing. Yeah, I'm sure is um, headed there as well. No question about that. Uh, what I admire most about him is that guys of his size seem to get drummed out of the league. In 2005, they came out of the lockout, and they had all these new hooking and holding rules. And really, if you can't skate with great pace then chances are you were out of the league. I think of a big defenseman like a a Hal Gill, for example. He was kind of held up for a long time as the old school defenseman, you know, Mm -hmm. cross-checking guys in the back and hooking and holding and just using his strength to his advantage. I thought Chara would really struggle after that, um, but he's just always been fantastic. Not the most fleet of foot, obviously, but he doesn't need to be with the reach that he's got and that hockey stick that I'm sure is about 15 feet long, <laughs> he can just poke check you no matter where you are on the ice. He just finds a way and uh, just like, like that was the same with Chelios, right? You know all about his fitness regimen. The guy worked out yeah. like a fiend, and that's the same with Zdeno Char. He's always been a bear for fitness. And, um, and we've seen guys get drummed out of the league at about age 30. Their game just drops at about age 30 because they didn't commit to fitness. A guy named uh, Jimmy Carson, for one. There's a guy that was a 50-goal scorer. Yeah. yeah, but but by 29-30, uh, he was out of the game. One scout told me, he's like, okay, he's 30, but he's got the body of a 50-year-old, and that's just not going to fly. Even look at a guy like Eric Carlson, who was shocker. He's, uh, he's back on the DL again. He's out until March with some kind of injury, and uh, there's a guy that even bragged about not being that big on the fitness side of things. He came along later on, but uh, obviously, this just in, Steve's bringing it. Here at this early hour, fitness really helps you have a longer career than not having fitness.
1: The other Char one I remember him fighting, uh, yet hanging onto his hockey stick, uh, grabbing the guy's jersey with his left hand, had his hockey stick in his right hand. Uh, didn't bother dropping the hockey stick, Steve. Just just sort of held it to the side so it didn't get in the way as he scrunched the chest. On the guy's jersey, you know, pu- pulled it all together, and then was punching the guy while he was still holding the jersey. Oh, it was like, zim
0: boom, zim boom, zim boom, yeah, hell of a move, yeah, strong move. Probably the most famous one is, and and maybe maybe you're you're interpreting this one too. There's one if you're in a like a fan of the Marvel Comics universe, the Incredible Hulk. Everybody would know there is a moment where the Incredible Hulk is having a conversation with the evil guy named Loki. And Loki is, like, really, really arrogant, and saying, I'm a god. You can't hurt me. You can't do anything to me. And then all of a sudden, he finds himself in the clutches of the Hulk, and he's absolutely smashing him on the ground, just completely just pile-driving him to the ground again and again and again. That moment reminded me a lot of Chara with Toronto Maple Leafs defenseman Brian McCabe. That was quite a, a famous fight as well, and that Chara just basically ragdolled him. There's, right. We sometimes use that term... Uh, loosely, but this was actual ragdoll stuff, and right. and the and the look of fear on McCabe's face as he sort of lifted him up and slammed him down, and lifted him up and slammed him down was absolutely priceless. Uh, maybe that's the one I saw.
1: Yeah. Um. Anyway, cool. Yeah, very no, much so. I'm not real big on fighting, but I'm like, well, oh, this is a good technique, though. Okay, I'll watch that for a minute.
0: Sure. Yeah. We should have declared ourselves, by the way. That this is the earliest you and I have done a podcast, and we've done we just finished 700 episodes. And this is by far the earliest you and I have assembled because you do have uh, a bit of traveling and, and off to golf later on today. So we decided to go off at about 7.45 in the morning. I don't think we've done one nearly this early since our radio days, have we? Yeah, I don't know, Steve. Steve I'm tired. I can't say <laughs> what you're saying right now. <laughs> what? What? Wait, Sip what? a little more <laughs> coffee, will you?
1: Uh, it's an interesting sure. date.
0: Yeah. It's an interesting date today, by the way. I mean, I'm never, I'm never in, into this whole, you know, Eventually, we'll get to May, and the day will be the 4th of May, and everybody who's a Star Wars fan will be saying things like, hey, May the 4th be with you. Sure, sure. That kind of thing. So I'm not too much into that, but I thought today was kind of a cool one. And it's Tuesday, so it is the date is 2-22-22. It's one of the few days in the history of time that's a full-on palindrome and I thought mm-hmm. I'd, I'd I'd say Happy Tuesday to you, James. Good night, everybody. <laughs>
1: you just don't like those things, do you? Uh, no, I'm not picking those things. Right. Well, that's cool though. Get the kids out of the pool. It's all a bunch of twos today.
0: Get them out of- <laughs> well, I looked it up, and that was because yeah, sometimes it's you know numerologists or you know, people in the witchcraft or something like that. They'll say, "Oh, this one's a, this one's a big one because." And I looked it up, and numerologists say. No, no, not, not that big a deal. <laughs> so what huh? are we
1: even talking about here? My, you know, my day, Steve, I, I marked them all. Uh, I, I used to have a little, little quip for each day and uh, see if I can remember how it went. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm going to get up and drink a bunch of vodka. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Good times. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I can't believe CNN actually did a headline. It's like, man, if I get assigned this and I'm working at CNN, I'm like, oh, man, I am so low man on the totem pole when, when it comes to writers. Everything you need to know about Tuesday. I would not feel good if I was assigned that. But uh, <laughs> yeah. the last time there was a six-digit palindrome date was November 11th, 2011. And that was written 11, 11, 11. So it's been, well, quick math, 11 years since we did this. So noteworthy, maybe, maybe. Right. Let's regroup. We need to take a time out of the program. When we come back, your friend Bobby Hall has been asked to not be a member of the Chicago Blackhawks organization. He's no longer an ambassador for Chicago. We'll talk about that coming up after these words. A lot of people I talk to end up asking me about what coverages should they have for their house? How much do I need? Why would I want
1: that? I'm Jared Gerard, All Insurance Ontario. Call or text me at 801-2659. Give me a call. Let's have that talk, and we'll make sure that you have the coverages that you want and that you need. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. I
0: want to tell you about Jim K Ford. They've been around since 1982, one of the longest-running dealerships in the city. The K family proudly strives to provide the best service in the automotive market with the help of their fantastic team of professionals. They're continually training and improving to ensure you always have the finest buying experience see what they're all about shop for your next vehicle and then make your appointment today at jimkford.com they're at 1438 uville drive in orleans given the bulk of our audiences here in ottawa i'd be remiss Mm -hmm. if i didn't talk about the Sens. they have a game tonight taking on the minnesota wild and uh the wild are pretty 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 good a record of 31 13 and 3 on the season they got a rookie named Matt Boldy that Sens fans will want to keep an eye on. He's been unbelievable. Joined the team in January, has eight goals and eight assists in 16 games. So he's been a beauty, and so uh, that's happening tonight here in Ottawa. Uh, Other notes, Tyler Boucher got his first NHL goal. He's playing for the 67s. Yeah, he was, uh, not first NHL goal, first OHL goal. He was their first-round draft pick last year. Very controversial pick. Some people say, okay, I don't know if that guy's worthy of a first-rounder. They're hoping he can be a Tom Wilson type running over people, but it doesn't look like he's uh, that gifted in the offensive department, but it's early. Got his first NHL goal for the 67s who got trampled last night or yesterday. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, let's see what else I want to tell you about this game. But of course, the wild coming off a seven, three win over your Oilers and Brady Kachuk for some reason at practice yesterday was donning the goalie pads, full on goalie gear at practice and Just messing around, I guess it's very clear that that is a very loose hockey team. The Ottawa Senators who get along fantastically,
1: yeah. I don't know. strap it on the should maybe sh- strap on a couple of wins, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, throw those on, you know,
0: keep it uh, at obviously.
1: Length. You've you've uh, you've completed and accomplished the uh all, all the skills to the maximum level, so uh, let's make sure we throw on
0: some goalie pads for you <laughs> what, fuck is that? what is he doing <laughs> i say what's at the end of practice messing around yeah. and stuff and it didn't interfere with anything obviously dj smith would have something to say if they're in the middle of you know an important practicing a, a of D zone <laughs> yeah that would be bad but if it's at a practice in the middle of d zone coverage and all of a sudden kachuk shows up out there wearing wearing goalie gear hey fellas what's going on you gonna take some shots on me he'd probably have something to say about that obviously uh, no. So, again, it's the uh, Wild and the Sens. I don't know why Minnesota doesn't bring back the North Stars uniforms, by the way. I think their uniforms kind of suck. I miss the North Stars back in the day. Right. Um, Bobby Hull would have played the North Stars with the Chicago Blackhawks for many years. And um, he's in the news today because he is no longer a team ambassador for Chicago. The team says, we jointly agreed earlier this season that he will retire. And... uh I always wonder about that when the team is involved in your retirement decision that immediately tells me that something occurred where the team is not very happy with you anymore. You wouldn't phrase it like that, would you? If you uh if you were just going of your own volition. I am what is he's eighty three years old, and if he decided he wanted to retire, that's all they'd say. Happy retirement. You wouldn't say right. we jointly agreed that he will retire. Here's what he's doing, Steve. I think
1: he's retiring from retiring. <laughs> That's what I think happened. Because, you know, when he, when he wound up his hockey career, then they'll say Bobby Hull is retired and he's going to be uh, f- during his retirement and for his retirement, he will be here in the box while he's retired, uh, looking after <laughs> uh, any, any fans who want to talk because he has the time now because he's retired. So the announcement today is, is if we're retiring him from being retired. Why? Yeah. Why? Um, I don't know if I could shed any light on this thing or not. I remember uh, interviewing Bobby Hull. Uh, I've told this story before. When I was doing the morning show with you, I was in Phoenix. And uh, he said, sure, I'll come on your show tomorrow. And uh, I went down to the, because it was really early, you know, it was like a two or three hour time change. So we're into kind of like a four o'clock interview time or five. Uh, in interview time and he said yeah that's okay I'll be there so I was down I was at the bar getting like a glass of water or something because I couldn't sleep at midnight and and Bobby was there um because i I met him there at four o'clock in the afternoon uh and he was there at midnight and then I got up and went to his room to get him see but but he wasn't there and the guy told me no he's just in the bar oh he's in the bar uh so then I went and Listen to him, said, we're doing the interview. And uh, I thought, no, maybe I shouldn't put him on. Maybe I shouldn't put him on. there. Qu- quite a party, Stevie, he had, had that night. Sure. And, yeah, and I thought, he's might going to have a hard time, uh, I don't know, forming thoughts and words. And uh, so he's like, yeah, just go ahead, Jimmy, turn the mics on. And then we did, and the intro was, uh, hi, it's, you know, the golden jet, the first million-dollar man, Bobby Hall. And he goes, Good morning, gentlemen. How are you doing? Great to be here with Jimmy. I understand it's Steve and JR on the other end. Uh, nice to be on here. Lovely young guy, uh, Jimmy. We've had a great time down here, blah, blah, blah. And then it was like, Wow. <laughs> okay. Nice, nice regroup, pal. <laughs> yeah. And then when it uh, ended, he, he probably ended too. He, he collapsed, you know, he kind of collapsed, right? It was, we had a big party. And I said that was amazing, <laughs> Bobby. That's that's Hall of Fame shit right there, man. Okay. And then he said, all you got to do uh, when you're really not all together, Steve, maybe really hungover or something like that, is when you when you got to do these radio interviews, is you just yell, right? Okay. And 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 then no one will know that you're hungover. Uh, the giveaway, Stevie, that you're hungover is your figure. You're going to try and do it this way: is is be really quiet, you know, go slow and stuff like that, so you're not slurring your words. So if you said you know, good morning, Jim. Uh, Great to have you online. How are you doing? If you I am doing well. Thank you. (laughs) You, you right away go, you know what? That guy's really hung over. Right. Right. That's it. So uh, anyway, Stevie, let's carry on with the show that we're doing today.
0: Yes, indeed. Absolutely. Of course. Yeah.
1: uh, I don't, I
0: don't know if that gives me any answers as to why this occurred, but, I would wonder if because the Hawks have had an well, they've had an interesting few months with the whole Kyle Beach thing. Then there was Rocky Wurtz going off on a reporter and just a lot of criticism, all you know, kind of leveled at the team. I wonder if uh, there's something in there where it's like, OK, it's time to really sweep all the corners of this organization right now. And, and certainly Bobby Hull has is, is always been. A, an interesting character, let's just say that. With Chicago wanting to get out from underneath the spotlight of everybody looking at them and going, "What a bad organization!" Maybe they're in the process of cleaning up this town.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I don't want to delve in any further, but I, I don't know anything about it, right? To be honest, I don't, I don't have an inside. Screen no, no, so. that's that's strictly speculation, and, and spending some time around the guy as well. In that he is, he can be a pretty prickly character. He loves a laugh. He's easy with a laugh, but he can be really. A corrosive sometimes when you're talking to the guy like just right you kind of you kind of it takes you back how well there was a couple of moments when I was hanging out with him that I was like wow that, that's pretty freaking mean and I, and I hardly know you <laughs> so anyway <laughs> the other thing is he has the
1: biggest tongue I've ever seen does he best tongue ever huh. yeah I used to sort of throw it out there He'd <laughs> <And I'd> laugh. <laughs> His tongue would go. you didn't have it all brown like mine with coffee.
0: That's uh, that's that's really gross. Thinking of an eighty-three-year-old man's tongue this early in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if you're into this. Uh, I mean, because you have a lockout in the off season, no one's really paying attention. But it's February twenty-second. It's Tuesday. Did I mention mm-hmm. Tuesday? Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. I do I regret it. But of course, this is when you've got. You know, pitchers and catchers starting to report for training camp in the month of February. And then training camp season starts in early March. Well, mm-hmm. right now, because they've had a lockout going, they're now going to have to start dealing with things because nothing's been solved. And Major League Baseball has now delayed spring training games until March the 5th. That's only a few days. Like I say, it usually starts around the beginning of March. So right. it's just, it's the first, the first actual interesting stuff that's happening that uh, the baseball fans are suddenly going, oh, wait a minute now. It's one thing to have your little lockout when I don't care in the off seasons here, but I got tickets to spring training for March break or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's not start starting to be real for baseball fans that uh, this thing could actually start interrupting actual games. I wish I could look up and down James at all the complaints and say, there's something glaring there where I say, Oh, I get it. From the player's perspective, I- I'm seeing a league there where guys are making $30 million to pitch baseball once every five days. I have a hard time believing that there's anything that egregious on the player's side where we've got to get to a stage where they have to start because that's when the players have all their leverage, when they actually have to shut down games. That would be disappointing.
1: Yeah. You know, when they phone, you know, when the player rep phones and goes, okay, there's a possibility here we may uh, not show up. Right. You know, you, you may, because of Redman, you may end up locking us out, but, um, you know, it's because we don't agree with some stuff. Yeah, if I'm the commissioner of baseball, I'm going. No, 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 no. None of that is happening. None of that's happening. Okay, you make a jillion. Okay, you make you make you know eight thousand dollars. I don't know a second. Uh, you know, playing. No, there's no lockout. There's no We're not doing. Anything. You're going to do what we say. You're going to do. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like until uh, every player is making thirty million dollars a year, it feels like this kind of thing will always occur. And I think they're really treading on dangerous ground. Now, maybe it's me. My You know, I'm late into middle age now, and and I I suppose there's a bit of been there, done that for me as a sports fan. So it takes a little more for me to be entertained than it did when I was a kid. But I look at it now, and it's becoming less and less relatable. A, we have lesser attention spans than we've Mm -hmm. ever had before. And baseball, baseball can be a tough grind to sit through for nine innings sometimes. But even when I watch the games, I say to myself, it's starting to get to a stage where the re- relatability, when you do something like this, when you're also well taken care of, not just you, generations of your family are taken care of, and you know I feel like do your business is fine, I understand it's a business, but why do you continually have to involve me as a baseball fan in it and shut down the thing, these these ongoing lockouts? I, I mean, it started for me with the Expos having mm-hmm. a heavy lead in 94 and then wiping out a season. That, that was the first time I felt really bitter toward baseball and they haven't mm-hmm. they haven't improved that lot either so I think they're starting to tread in uh, in dangerous grounds right now and uh, mm-hmm. I'll be I'll be keen to see if the fans start flocking away from this before long
1: yeah yeah I'm 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 all like you on it um I don't know, boys you're disgusting maybe Is, I'm getting to but but I don't know anything about it Steve so I shouldn't right you know are they protecting the the players that are going to come after them, uh, I'm, I suspect that's the reason behind a bunch of it. So, we'll I'm sure that. there's
0: a little in there for sure. Um, they do a. There is one angle, if I recall. What they'll do sometimes is to prevent a player, a young player, from being a free agent too soon. They'll sometimes mm-hmm. the guy's like the best player on the team. He's a rookie, but they'll still hold him down in the minors for a month or two, so that that'll so he can't burn off that first year. Right. And just little right. stuff like that that uh, rubs them the wrong way. So that that's a, in a way taking care of the future. But uh, anyway, it's it's all become unrelatable to me completely. Where I don't look at either side and say I'm I'm on that team. No, I'm not. I'm just mm. annoyed that you're even doing this still when everybody's so so wealthy. I uh, wanted to end off end off today with uh, an interesting one because it kind of speaks to the times we're in. You of course are right. familiar with the app TikTok, right? Yeah. Yeah. So just as an example of the kind of money and, and following that some TikTokers have for doing something that is wildly talentless. Like there's a – on Yahoo, I'm, I'm on Yahoo today. And the headline yeah. reads, meet the Finnish TikToker who built herself a 1.4 million strong following – and what did she do? I mean, she must have cured cancer or something. Like she, what does she do? Sure, doing? yeah, that's big. No, big. she uh, she films herself digging holes in the ice and jumping in. Maybe we're in the wrong business. Let's go jump in the ice. I saw her and I thought, this is going to be a hell of a move here. I started doing the ice. And I thought,
1: when she, when she jumped in the hole, I thought, because I saw these views, right? And I thought, maybe she's teaching people, uh, she's using the same... Method, Steve, as a Kodiak bear on the top of a waterfall, snatching salmon. Steve, as they as they come up, that <laughs> maybe she dives into the hole and comes up with a giant twenty five pound salmon in her teeth, you know. And then you go, something, wow, wow. She's uh, teaching us a new way to fish. And and uh, no, that wasn't it. You know, I kept waiting for it. and I thought, well, maybe she didn't
0: catch it the first time. Uh, they just jumping in a hole, and uh, people yeah. are compelled by that. You think you'd see that once? You think that's it? I'm done. I don't need to see it again. But Apparently right. people do. Um, let's get out of here. Ladies and gentlemen, that is how a 7.45 a.m. podcast sounds. We'll be back tomorrow. Okay. We'll try again tomorrow. And Jimmy's off to play golf with Gretzky, so I'm sure he'll have some great one, some tales of the great one, and uh, we'll look forward to that. James, enjoy your day, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Thanks, Steve. Good night, everybody. We'll see you. Thanks for
1: being with us on the SWP. Please subscribe today or support us
0: on Patreon at SteveWProject.com.